Um, e- even Adi uh, of Wu Themes, who sponsored this week or, or powered this week, Adi Pinar, um, awful. And I yeah. apologize because I know I probably got something wrong there. Um, but no, thanks to, to Adi for powering this week, including this podcast and making. Do you want me to try this? I, I think it's Adi Pinar, but I'm not sure. P- um, See, I don't. I, yeah, I'm, I don't know. issues on his end. Um, everybody has Skype issues every now and then. Uh, but I'm also joined by a guest host this week, Anthony Cole, uh, one of the organizers, or are you the organizer for WordCamp Melbourne? I think it's a team. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, we're a team. Yeah, we're a team of uh, three people. Um, but I'm the lead organizer of the conference. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for, for joining me on the podcast, Anthony. No worries. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, so we've got a, a few, I think, interesting kind of WordPress topics to dive into. But uh, first, I want to hear some more about WordCamp Melbourne. We're a few weeks. It's uh, about four or five weeks away now. Yeah, I think four or five, six weeks away. Um, we're just starting to finally get everything put together. Um, it's As you can probably know, organizing a WordCamp is not the easiest thing to do in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to confirm speakers and uh, trying to confirm lunch and the barbecue of everything. Um, <laughs> But it's coming along quite nicely. Um, we're going to have two streams, as has been mentioned in the blog, and um, mm-hmm. as we tried to publicize. Um, we're going to have a developer stream, and we're going to have a content stream that's more aimed at bloggers that use WordPress. But it's, there's not there's going to be a, and there's going to be a few sessions about WordPress in itself. But it's going to be mainly a content stream, um, which kind of goes against the whole WordCamp mantra in a way. But I think um, because of the styles of conferences that are held in Australia, it's it, it's actually quite in line with what we're doing. Um, anyway, as uh, another point that's really cool, kind of cool, is that um, it's going to be a very international WordCamp. We have people coming from as far as the U.S. and um, New Zealand and uh, Kathmandu and Bangladesh. So it's a quite interesting mix of people. Um, we also have Paul Gibbs, who's uh, a core member of the Buddy Press team that's coming along uh, from the UK. So it's going to be quite an uh, international work camp, to say the least. Yeah, it sounds like and, it. Yeah, it's, again, it's going to run for two days. Um, we're going to have um, the first day, it's going to be a traditional WordCamp style uh conference and then the second day is going to be more of a hack day we're going to start it at 12 um which is really awesome because i was at work in new york and it was really helpful in uh trying to recover from hangovers and after parties absolutely um and i kind of stole that idea from jay miles and the WordCamp new york crew so um yeah anyway we're just gonna go on with that and see how it goes but it's gonna be a pretty awesome conference yeah, it sounds like it. So, what's your what's your history with uh, WordCamps? You mentioned New York. Now, you live in Melbourne, or yeah, yeah, nearby? I live in 
I live in Melbourne. Um, I've lived in uh, New Zealand as well as the U.S. Um, as you can tell, I probably don't know my accent, but um, I helped out with um, WordCamp in Sydney, um, and then I moved to New Zealand and helped out with WordCamp, the two WordCamps that have been held, two consecutive WordCamps that have been held over there over the last two years, and then moved to Melbourne just recently. So I've come and tried to get it going again because there hasn't there hasn't actually been a WordCamp since the Sydney WordCamp in 2008 so this will be the first one in three almost two two and a half years three years. wow yeah so it's going to be pretty awesome yeah absolutely so you have uh, a team kind of helping you you build it does that lessen the load a little bit or are you still you still uh, a little it? bit a little bit but it's still um we're expecting about 300 attendees uh 250 to 300 attendees so it's going to be a quite a big conference absolutely but um with organizing a WordCamp, it's never there's never enough people. Honestly, it's just there's a lot of sleepless nights, especially leading up to it. We're trying to get the brunt of work done before um, we we get to two weeks before the conference, just so that the two weeks running up to it are a bit less stressful. And we're also um, a few of us are going over to WordCamp in Wellington, which is being held the week before as kind of a tandem WordCamp. Um, it was meant to attract a few people from the U.S. and it's done its, it's, done its job. But um, there's, a, there's a WordCamp in Wellington on the 19th and 20th, um, and I'm going to that as well. So it's going to be really cool having two WordCamps within the area over two weeks. It's just going to be a lot of <laughs> word pressing, I guess. Oh, absolutely. I, I can imagine if after it, even just attending WordCamps exhaust me. I'm sure yeah. attending one and then organizing one. I think the last uh, uh, I attended one with a few WP Candy guys um, and, it, and it took us, I think it was WordCamp Detroit, and I think it was about five day recovery afterwards, really, before we felt back to normal. <laughs> just because yeah, yeah. It, it can be a really exhausting 48 hour or 72 hour period. Yeah, I remember I went to, I went to New York um, and I, my flight got in on the Wednesday, and the conferences on of the workshops on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it took me; I was still jet lagged on the Saturday, <laughs> trying to go in um, to the city from Brooklyn. It was just a big, big nightmare. Effectively, then I got lost in the New York subway system, which is also great. Oh wow! Uh, there's a lot of in, there's a lot of interesting stories like that about my New York experience, but that's for another day. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, WordCamps. Honestly, it's, it's such a good, it's such a fun thing to do, to do, but you kind of don't know what you're signing yourself up for until you've organized one. Um, and in the past, this is my first conference that I guess I'm doing the lead organizing for. I've helped out with WordPress meetups and mm-hmm. I've helped out with organizer WordCamps, but usually someone else takes on that kind of lead role. So it's just a bit of a new experience. Um, and with WordCamps, there's a lot of stuff that you don't really see that actually has to happen, like we've had to set up a whole association or we've had to, we've come under um, the banner of Linux Australia, who's a big open source um, kind of community here. And they've set us up a subcommittee so that we don't have to, um, as I've heard other WordCamps do, uh, use bank accounts and do a lot of dodgy stuff to get a WordCamp out. Uh Um, But um, we're under the banner of Linux Australia, which has gotten us a lot of really cool stuff and they've been really awesome. So um, a big shout out to them with John Polito and a bunch of other people that work for them. Um, and yeah, um, 
it's just a it's been an awesome experience though organizing this yeah i'm sure it'll be it'll be that much more awesome to uh experience it and then for it to be done as well for you uh, yeah yeah have it definitely complete. yeah yeah and it's going to be a really cool um kind of start off of the community here again because it kind of dwindled off for a little bit and um the cool thing is now that the I think at the start of this year, there's just started to be WordPress meetups all over Australia. Um, like there's now one in Brisbane, there's one in Sydney, and there's one in Melbourne. I'm not sure about Perth, but uh, Perth is uh, a special, let's call it that. Um, it's uh, it's about as far away, it's closer to Singapore than it is to the rest of Australia. I think. Oh, okay. Someone probably correct me, but um, my understanding is it's closer to Singapore than anywhere else. Um Gotcha. Because it's so far away. Um, Australia is about the size of the U.S. For those that don't know, it's really quite a big yeah, place. Yeah, it, it really is is um, deceptive, I guess, when you, until you really realize that and think about it that way. Because I think it, um, at least for me, I've always lived in the States and sort of grown up, uh, you mm. know, in unfortunately the, the, well, sometimes unfortunately, public school where <laughs> all of the uh, uh, geography stuff doesn't necessarily sink in until you sort of do it on your own independently and realize, wow, that... that the, the U.S. isn't the entire world. Like that's not. <laughs> this isn't the end-all, be-all of of uh, humanity. Um, no, but uh, it seems when you, when you. I, I think there was uh, uh, there's some maps floating around that put um, like Australia. I think there's one that puts Africa and shows shows them in in comparison to the U.S. or to Europe, and it's really pretty staggering when you think about it. I'm, you know, I, I've never been to Australia, but I, I look forward to, you know, may, maybe next year's WordCamp. I'll be able to make it out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and there might be one towards the end of this year, but I'm not supposed to talk about that yet. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, if you, any, any of you guys have heard of The Chaser, um, there's an episode of The Chaser where they go around Washington, D.C. asking Americans about um, Australia and trying to locate it on a map. Mm-hmm. And they um, put Australia in Europe, or they'll put Australia in China or somewhere, and oh, people boy. will not know where it is. <laughs> and, it's, and people will... Um, they just asked them a bunch of foreign policy questions. It was great. Um, and then they said that um, then one of the guys, the comedians, um, went out and uh, pretended to be the prime minister of our country <laughs> um, <laughs> and just said, hi, I'm John Howard. Uh, when John Howard was the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. And it was just really funny. Um, they've done a few other things um, that are really funny. But um, if you want to just watch the, watch an episode of The Chaser, it's great. Um, I'll have to check that they're out. They're a really funny comedy group. Um but anyway, yeah, um, honestly, um, the WordPress community here is really good. Um, and I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of people that I've talked to online um, and in person as well. So it'll be a really great experience. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. There was one uh, you when you were talking about the, the tracks, or I guess you're calling them streams. Yeah. Um, the, you have a, uh, is it developer and content? And you said that yeah. was a little bit different than WordPress? Um, well, yeah, well... Where basically the developer stream is going to be a bit, the developer stream is going to be like a traditional WordPress stream where it's going to be development. We're going to do, um, we're going to have presentations on BuddyPress. Uh, we're going to have presentations on theming. We're going to have presentations on uh, a bit of UX stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, or else I'm going to give a presentation on BBPress at WordCamp Wellington and WordCamp in Melbourne. So it'll be a really cool thing to do about BBPress. Um, and how the plugin is going, et cetera, because I've submitted a few patches to it, and I really think that it's going to take off this year. So that'll be a really interesting presentation that'll hopefully be up on WordPress.tv eventually. 
Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to ask, is whether you guys were going to be able to, to record or even stream any of um, uh, we'll be able to. Re- I know we'll, we'll be able to record most of the sessions. I'm not sure about streaming, because internet in Australia is pretty good, but it's not the greatest thing in the world, and latency right. between the U.S. might die. Um, we, I think in the past we've had internet-grade internet connections, like our university-grade connections die, that are like five to one lines running into the uh, yeah, in Auckland, we had five to one lines running into the building, and the internet just eventually just fell apart after about three hours. Um, so we'll just see, have yeah. to see what happens. Um, yeah, and, get, and WordCamps, I mean, the, 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 the WordPress folks tend to really use up all of the internet that they're given at these events. That's pretty typical, I think. So even if you do yeah. have a, a beefy one to be able to support both... Uh, you know, the, what, 300 people that are going to be there as well as a, a stream would probably be a bit much. Yeah, yeah, and um, with the advent of i, I devices like uh, yeah. iPhones and iPads, it just kills the connections. Um, and, um, yeah, it, I think we should be fine, though, honestly. It, we'll, we'll, we'll most likely have a small video stream of some of the presentations. Awesome. Uh, I just need to, we're currently trying to start up the Internet, so we'll just have to go with that. Uh, some of the venues that we looked at said that they had really good internet and uh, that they had the best internet that we'd get at a venue, but um, that's kind of hard to believe um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting interesting story. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, it's going to be on 26th and 27th of February, wcnhealth.org, and we started running a haiku competition to put on the back of the shirts. I haven't mentioned that in the blog post, but we're going to take the best haiku that people submit about WordCamp um, and put it on the back of the T-shirts. Um, and I'm going to post the final design of the T-shirts hopefully sometime today because we've gotten the T-shirt design finalized, and it's really, really awesome. So when we publish it, uh, we'll probably be sure to mention it on WB Candy. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, 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 I will admit I, I got a slight preview earlier, and it does look pretty awesome. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I showed you that yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, um, any questions, um, I'm Anthony Kwan on Twitter. Um, so just ask me about stuff on Twitter. or um, w, And it's WCML on Twitter, too. Um, we're also on a bunch of social media sites. We have a Facebook event. We have um, – there's a lot – there's too many – services um, yeah everywhere probably wherever yeah. they are I, I, I don't think we're on plancast yet so if anybody wants to set up a plancast event i'll gladly follow it on plancast but there's so many apps no oh, i just yeah. i just kind of go oh yeah cool yeah <laughs> go yeah yeah and you, and you have a website for the event so that's probably pretty pretty adequate for yeah yeah for most it, um, and you also i see for uh, uh is this still running the first hundred folks uh to get a ticket have the shirt is that of the first hundred yeah yeah held uh, up or is that still running uh, no, no, we haven't sold 100 tickets just yet. Um, the first 100 attendees get a free WP shirt. Um, Corey Miller has been awesome with that, with that, and they're going to ship over uh, shirts to everybody individually uh, from the oh, U.S. Nice. to get a Powered by WordPress shirt. Um, cool. you, you're one of the first 100 attendees. Um, so, yeah, if you want that, get on it. Um, awesome. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff we can talk about, but it's going to be an awesome event. We could talk about it for hours. Yeah, no, um, it, it really sounds like it. Are there any, uh, uh, you said you're still accepting speakers, any particular kinds of topics you're looking to? I mean, it sounds like you have, you know, some Buddy Press and BB Press covered. Are there any specific topics you're looking for speakers to fulfill? Um, we're trying to cover a uh, WordPress versus Drupal competition because uh, mm. there's a big um, syndicate of Drupal users over here. 
that you tend to use stuff in government a lot. Uh, like a lot of the New South Wales government and the Victorian government uses Drupal to a large extent, and uh, WordPress and Drupal kind of have this ongoing rivalry that people don't talk about that much. Um, mm-hmm. We all, have, I mean, yeah, we're all friends, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I. I think the problem with those kind of presentations is that they tend to be biased either way. So if anybody who's listening knows anybody in Melbourne or in Australia that knows WordPress stuff and Drupal stuff really well and uh, knows that WordPress doesn't have to be hacked to run like Drupal, then it would be really awesome to get something with that. But um, beyond that, um, if you want to talk about blogging in general, we're opening up a content stream, which is going to be more about blogging, more about content. We're going to have a bunch of journalists that are going to be coming in. Oh, very cool. um, uh, I, I think it's going to have a very Australian feel to it, but they're going to talk about um, content here, and uh, we're probably getting a few bloggers in um, from pretty popular Australian blogs. So we'll just have to see about that. That's more the developer, the development stream has been pretty good with submissions, but if you want to submit a uh, content stream spot, then go for it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be going to be great. Uh, um, unfortunate that we won't be able to be there. Hopefully we can grab somebody, maybe just maybe you afterwards to do sort of write up for the, uh, for the event, for the blog. Otherwise we'll track down somebody that yeah. uh, is attending and get that, get that done. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sounds awesome. It's a uh, it's a cool thing, and um, hope hope everybody attends, speaks, wins some shirts, uh, gets some haikus sent in. I'm 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 really curious to see what kinds of uh, the the haiku writing talent of the WordPress community. Um, that yeah that yeah should be fun. And um, that haiku competition is open to anybody, by the way. Um, so if you want to enter, uh, we could really use some we could use some. <laughs> I'm not going to say we could put some submissions, but we could use some, some, use some, some submissions sure. to that, and we'll ship a shirt anywhere to wherever you want. So, oh, wow. you're in Europe or China or the U.S., um, just feel free to pop along. Very cool. And enter, and your entry could be on the back of the shirt. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I, I don't know if I've seen a, I don't know if I've seen a haiku on a on a WordCamp shirt before. It's a nice idea. No, yeah, yeah, it's, it'll be a really cool idea. Um, once it gets going, yeah. um, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's WordCamp Melbourne in a nutshell. There's probably going to be a bit, there's going to be a few more announcements as far as speakers go. Uh, I know Dan Millward is coming over from Wellington and talking about his new gaming system for WordPress and HTML5 and Oh uh, yeah. Stuff. Was that, uh, was that double happy? Or yeah, I think it's double happy. Um, something like that. Double. No, I'm on the. I'm actually uh, behind Andrea on the shooting list. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. About how uh, he put me there intentionally, but apparently that wasn't the case. It was just. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was. I thought that that, that was pretty funny. That was a lot yeah, funny. yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. I guess um, wcml.org, wcml.org for more info. Um, the WordCamp link is actually wrong. Um, so if you go to WordCamp Central and look at it, you'll get a link to wordcamp.org.au, and that, and then there's a link to wcml.org. Um, I email people to change it, but they haven't done it yet. So, gotcha. Um, Must be the just, 
the what'd you say 2007 or 2008 site or something like that yeah yeah it's the 2008 site um we just never got around to moving it and we don't want to move anything till after the conference so sure. almost like move it to um melbourne.wordcamp.org.au once we're done um because the, apparently the, there's some wordcamp association around here that owns the main um it's, gotcha. a, it's a it's a long confusing story yeah but um yeah, yeah. Sure. that kind of stuff can get hairy yeah yeah it's there's a lot of um that stuff around anyway yeah. um well that's so, that's awesome i want to um uh congrats on that i'll congrats i'll congratulate you again when it's complete and successful as i'm sure it will be uh and now uh i guess we can jump into some some news here i'm, I'm interested in getting your thoughts on a few uh wordpress items from the last week or so oh yeah um, sure totally yeah if, uh, i appreciate it if you have time <laughs> yeah 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 um I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Awesome, it's about, awesome. I know it's quite late over there for you, but it's only about 2 p.m. here. Oh, so, well, perfect. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, and a little. I guess I should talk a little bit about myself. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not organizing WordCamps. Um, I'm a WordPress developer, so I have a bit of experience with just developing sites. I've just finished up a BuddyPress install for the New Zealand Defense Force, which is pretty awesome. Um, Very cool. And they're using BuddyPress, so it's. I think it's one of the probably one of the biggest government sites that's using BuddyPress around now. So that was wow. a really fun project. It consumed my life. Um, and I'll <laughs> send you a link later. But um, Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, do. I'll include it in the notes. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and it has a really social aspect to it. And Paul Gibbs actually helped us out with it, too, which is awesome. Um, he wrote a whole component for the site. And oh, awesome. I need to do a big write-up on that. Or I might actually give a presentation about it at one of the WordCamps. But it was really cool seeing BuddyPress used and seeing WordPress used in a way that was, um, that it hasn't been before. Um, it was mm-hmm. spec'd out, the set was spec'd out as a Drupal project and, um, someone called me and I said, yeah, I can do it in, in WordPress. Why not? And they mm-hmm. said, okay, let's try it. Um, so it was just a really cool project to work on. Um, awesome. but anyway, yeah, I'm a developer just so people aren't wondering what yeah. I'm talking about. What yeah, sure. F- frame that uh, in the right way. Well, and you said you've been contributing to uh, BB Press as well. Yeah, yeah. I've submitted a few patches. I've been kind of busy, but I've sure. submitted a few patches here and there, and I'm working on a port of uh, Kakumi, which is the mm-hmm. Buddy Press theme to, or the BB Press standard theme, to mm-hmm. uh, the BB Press plugin. So uh, me and Guntum, he's probably getting for me, but I, if I pronounce his name wrong, but it's Guntum. Who uh, did an awesome job on Google Code, and by the way, and oh, broke yeah. half of the BB Press plugin. <laughs> Basically, um, uh, to, uh, to my astonishment, um, mm-hmm. is helping me out with that. So we're just—it's on GitHub, and I'll, I'll link to that. But it's kind of uh, amalgamated into a BB Press core and BB Press plugin mashup. It's not really working yet, um, but <laughs> it's public. I'll post more about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's very, and I, so, and I yeah. appreciate your uh, uh, your work in that. I unfortunately haven't been able to spend as much time. I haven't been able to spend more time than just sort of eyeing it from a distance and saying, "Ooh, that's cool." Oh, I can't wait for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some days I'm not just like when I want to submit a patch, but I'm just too busy, so I'll just check it out and be like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a few threads oh. and stuff on the BB Press forums. So if anybody wants to help out, then keep we're looking for patches. Patches welcome. I'm not like on the I'm on, not on the core team, but I just kind of pop out occasionally. Um, cool. uh, and John James Jacoby also has done a really good job on that too. So props to him for everything that he's done with it. And he's really made anybody that comes in, 
feel really inclusive, included and really welcome. So really big props to him. And I think it's starting to get, trying to get dev chats going again too. Oh, cool. um, but that's, um, that's probably, we can talk about that for a while as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Almost every topic sometimes with WordPress, it feels like it go on for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, what did you want to talk about? Yeah, um, well, a few things. Uh, I know, maybe we should start off, I know you um, brought up one topic. We actually posted about it on the site this morning. Uh, sort of a rumor, maybe slightly more than a rumor, going around about uh, WooThemes hosting uh, popping yeah. up before long. Uh, and this actually is a rumor that they started <laughs> from their Twitter <laughs> account uh, by posting an image with their their Woo Ninja, uh, I guess is the the name for their mascot, uh, posing next to some servers or some WordPress uh, um, hardware. And you know, it, it's it's pretty much as as much confirmation as you can get over a Twitter image of uh, some ideas that they've thrown out in the past. Uh, and that have been talked about on their idea blog and places like that. Um, so I, th- I think it's fair to say we can expect some WooThemes specific or WooThemes branded hosting uh, coming to the sort of WordPress hosting market uh, before long. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, apparently it looks like they're going to partner with some somebody. Um, I'm not going to name names, but it's probably going to be one of the bigger WordPress uh, hosting companies that are out there right now. Um, but I think this year and in the next couple of years in general, we're going to see a big shift from just developing themes to developing themes and uh, hosting those themes on a service or as a service rather than as a standalone plugin because it's actually, when you think about it, it's a, a bit less of a hassle for uh, hosting companies or for theme companies to generate profit and it's also a really good way to uh, extend your user base there's so many advantage, advantages to doing it and I think WooThemes has gotten onto a gem here by starting off starting it off mm-hmm. I mean WordPress.com has been doing it for ages and ages and ages so um, it's just a kind of an extension of WordPress.com but I think it's going to end up being not profitable for some companies and profitable for some and I think that's going to be the defining line is whether companies can actually figure it out and whether we're actually going to get any traction from that. Well, where do you think that line is going to fall? What do you think is going to be that deciding factor? That... I think it's going to be it's going to be about generating value. It's going to be about generating value for your users. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be about uh, creating some – it's going to be about creating value in a way that your standalone themes don't or other themes don't. And that's going to be a very, very vital thing is generating some type of value for your users that they can't get by just paying a developer to set up their WordPress install or just setting it up themselves. Uh, and it's going to be, they're going to have to make things really quick and easy to set up and they're going to have to make things really redundant. So, uh, again, um, I've heard in rumors that WP Engine isn't doing too well, but I'm not too sure about that, so I can't confirm that. But it's it's... Hosting is one of those things that takes a lot of work, and it's either really easy or really hard, depending on how you set it up. So it's it's and it's not as easy as making things uh, because right. you have to be constantly available. And you, you're, I've met a few sysadmins, and <laughs> they're they usually have black around their eyes because they they're just so tired. They'll wake up at three a.m. There'll be something wrong, right? Or this will fail. No, I think, it's, it's definitely one of those things I can't imagine really doing you know it's 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 never been one of those uh 
you know types of businesses I've ever been interested in getting into just because of the that sort of thing you know being responsible sort of at that level uh, uh, for so many people's websites would just be way too stressful but um, yeah yeah definitely I but I think it's going to be good I think it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds because I think um, between that and um, plugin premium plugins it's going to be those are going to be the three pillars of the WordPress ecosystem, um, at least in a paid community for the next couple of years. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, uh, uh, a theme shop introducing hosting like this, not to say that they have, but most likely they will, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it really wouldn't have surprised me coming from any of really the big theme shops, this sort of idea. Uh, I think even, I think we, at least maybe the more general idea that a, a theme shop widening to bring on more ideas than just we sell templates, you know, we sell themes to you. Um, some mm-hmm. are adding sort of plugins to the mix. Other ones, I think with the, with the uh, studio press copy blogger merger uh, last summer, I think you saw them coming at it from a slightly different angle where they were sort of adding some, some content uh, sort of, um, I guess some blogging to the mix, uh, making it more about, a complete package rather than just selling templates. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, so I think I think the the idea of, of theme shops expanding and kind of taking on, uh, just like you're saying, taking on more not necessarily more products but more angles or more verticals and and sort of widening a bit to be more than just WordPress theme, you know, uh, theme shops. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Um I think it's going to be a really big thing. And I think there's, you're going to see a lot of people either starting up, they're going to start up in one vertical and move to another. They're going to start up in one, I guess, niche, and then they're going to move on to other verticals. They're going to go from plugin development to plugin hosting or from mm-hmm. plugin development to theme hosting. It's going to be a really, really interesting to see how that mix kind of um, happens between theme companies. But it's going to definitely, uh, people are going to, naturally want to diversify what they do and i think we're going to see a lot of big plug-in stuff happening this year as well yeah yeah absolutely i mean i i I get the feeling and i don't uh have numbers to to back me up but i get the feeling that with these different um uh, theme companies that the the loyalty from use their user base is pretty strong in the sense that once sort of somebody adopts you know using their themes and kind of going with their mantra whatever that may be or their their methods then that's sort of where they stick and uh while it's you know everybody's probably adding new customers all the time you know they have to be thinking okay how can we sell more to these that are already loyal to us how can we um expand what if they already trust us for themes why not you know trust us for hosting or trust us for uh these other things too i think that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah definitely and i think a lot of companies are gonna have to use that as their kind of center point of their hosting platform is that, hey, you guys are already with us. Why not just join our hosting? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a very, very crucial role in generating um, revenue. But I think that won't be a problem because the theme companies that are out there right now are really good, honestly. We have a, we're really lucky um, compared to the Drupal community. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of premium themes. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's really specific to the WordPress community. So... And I think that's one, one reason the WordPress community has been so successful is because of the premium theme companies that have sprung up over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. And I'll 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 skip over uh, um, my my the, the gripe that comes to mind about the word premium. Um, 
after my editorial yeah, yeah. from last week. Let's skip over that because actually, there's a, a. What do you think about um, what this will do, or what this movement towards maybe offering a more complete package will do to some of the smaller theme shops or even the independent theme designers? Do you think this will push them more into the marketplaces like Theme Garden or Theme Forest and places like that? Or Mojo Themes is another big one. Um, yeah, just because well, they won't be able to compete with some of the the larger resources. I think it'll actually allow small theme companies to grow. I think it'll be really good for growth. Um, I don't have anything to back it up, but it's sure. just a, yeah, well. a intuition that it's going to make them grow. The problem with Theme Forest um, and uh, Code Canyon and all the other uh, small theme shops is that right now they charge, they they take a huge commission. Um, mm-hmm. I'm selling a plugin on Code Canyon right now that I'll talk about later because it's still kind of in development and okay. I'm still trying to rewrite a bit of it. But I'm selling a plugin on Code Canyon right now, and they honestly they take about 50% of the revenue. And their sponsor would Kent Melvin, so he really shouldn't be um, <laughs> bashing them, but I'm going to um, because they take 50%, and it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, as an independent plugin developer, I could be making twice of what I am right now and I'm not making that much mm-hmm. if I just took my stuff off of Code Canyon and I think that and I, I'm not too sure but some of the other services actually offer uh, some of the other services actually are worse with taking a bigger cut I think some of the companies get up to 60, a 60% cut just because you're not exclusive mm-hmm. and the whole exclusivity thing is just ridiculous in my opinion it just it's and it's really hard to manage uh, stuff on Code Canyon because people honestly people pay a small amount of money and then they expect the world from you for support. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a big shift of plugin developers to offering support, and we're probably going to see a few services popping up to allow for that mm-hmm. um, because that's a big issue with um, offering things so cheaply is that support drives you insane. And it's, right. there's, I, Paul Graham wrote a bunch of essays that he put into a book called Hackers and Painters. If anybody's really interested in entrepreneurship, I think it's a must read. Mm-hmm. But he talks about how um, at his initial startup that got bought up by Yahoo, he um, made support his most important thing and made support the absolutely ideal uh, oh, the center point or the ideal part of his business and that was what was so successful but obviously he didn't, I don't think he had 4chan when he was around so um, <laughs> uh, we just get a huge um, honestly we just get a lot of really funky support requests and it's handling those that are just time consuming so well, um, does that, now does that pull you towards considering more of a subscription based payment model yeah i mean it definitely does i think ideally people will pay for support because mm -hmm. it's one of those things that i don't particularly like doing but if it helps my product i'm going to do it so i think if i can make money doing it it's really cool so i I think people are need to expect to pay a bit more for support than they are right now not they're not going to pay like five ten dollars a month it's going to be more like twenty thirty maybe even $40 a month for support. Um, or um, on the plugin that I'm writing, I'm thinking about offering either a monthly subscription or a 
percussion support mechanism. So we'll just see how that goes. But it's just support isn't the best thing in the world, but it's something that has to happen in my opinion. Yeah, would you say then that you, you're more interested in, it sounds like you're sort of pulling away from the marketplaces and maybe starting putting them on your own sites and kind of running all that yourself or something? Yeah, like yeah. I think ideally the thing to do is to experiment with marketplaces. If anybody wants to get into plugin development, this is my, um, I've been doing this for about two months now. So this is my, Anthony has done this for two months advice. So <laughs> sure. I can't be really certain about it. But I think ideally what you want to do is you want to start start out in the marketplaces um, and just experiment and see what works for you. Just really see what works for you, see how you like it, see what you think would work, and then pull off Code Canyon once you start making enough income. Mm-hmm. Um, because as cool as Code Canyon is, it this it just limits you. You're like I can't we can't generate API keys. We can't do anything that we want to uh-huh. on Code. So eventually, I think we'll end up pulling off. Um, and I'll talk about what that what I'm talking what I'm referring to and sometime else. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, yeah. yeah yeah the plugin I'm referring to at another point. Um, but it's just Code Canyon isn't the solution to solving all our problems. I think moving towards a model where we don't have to worry about how much income we're going to make a month mm-hmm. and how much some of our cut somebody else is going to get. And um, it also reduces the, our cost too. Well, sure. I guess it reduces our costs, but it increases them in a few ways. Um, but honestly, it's just, it, I think it's ideal if you want to move to the next step is hosting your own mm-hmm. service. Converting traffic. What, what do you think about, uh, sorry, I mean, interrupt. Yeah, no worries. Uh, what do you think about, um, theme garden and and sort of the the idea that uh, which I think he's um, planning the Jason Schuler's planning a, a sort of plug-in garden as well. Do you think that sort of marketplace where we don't where they don't take a percentage of sales could still be? In, I mean, would that still interest you, or is it or maybe maybe that's... as an additional avenue as well as hosting it yourself? Yeah, I, I think I uh, get theme garden plug-in. Gar- I think theme garden is great. Um, but I think a theme in Plugin Garden that just sells plugins or themes and doesn't take a cut isn't exactly um, the way to uh, solve all your problems. I think uh, that there needs to be a unique feel to that service. There needs to be something about it that stands out. Um, a few people are talking now about offering a service that basically create something similar to like a crowdsourced plugin development site where you can pay plugin developers to add features to their plugins and the plugin would be completely free in GPL, et cetera. But you just pay them to add a new feature mm-hmm. and when enough people pay them to add that feature, they just add it in and then you get a plugin that was supported. Um, sort and, of like a Kickstarter for plugins. Yeah, it would be a Kickstarter for plugins, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, another thing, big thing would probably be um, offering plugin developers and theme developers a way to uh, to, way to handle their, their support and their um, infrastructure as well. So they're hosting, if they're a premium plugin, they wouldn't want to be hosted on um, uh, on WordPress.org or if they didn't want to use WordPress.org, they'd have this other option. And I think another interesting 
maybe, well, maybe it might be interesting. Another interesting solution would be like a WordPress app store. I know a few people are probably planning on building one, but I think that would be interesting to see if that ever happens because mm -hmm. that's going to be really, really big if you can get something where you can just go into your WordPress admin and just automatically install a premium plugin or just have credits in a store and just say, look, I want to buy this theme from Themes, or I want to buy this other theme from Theme Garden, just, and just click it. Yep. And I think that'll be really interesting to see because that'll, that'll make theme companies be um, out of a job, basically, because if you get a bunch of indie, uh, if you get a bunch of indie theme and plugin developers that just were these one-man shops that just did these really awesome themes, you could and give them a platform to sell off of. There would be no need for the big theme companies. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a <laughs> radical idea. I don't, yeah. I don't think that will evolve into anything for a couple of years, but I think in two or three years that will be happening. So. Yeah, I mean, I think everything everything gets easier over time. So the idea that that will pop up eventually I don't think is, is too crazy. I mean, tomorrow, no, but um, yeah. someday. Definitely. This actually uh, sort of transitions well into another thing that happened in the past week, and uh, that was... Uh, OnSwipe, which used to be PadPressed, which was by and large a WordPress plugin. Uh, so they were a WordPress plugin called a company called PadPressed. They've changed their name to OnSwipe and last week raised over a million dollars in funding, uh, or one million dollars in funding, but same difference. It's a million dollars. Which, as far as plugins making money and plugins doing big things, is is pretty crazy to think that you know. Granted, it's uh, presenting itself as more of a platform now, but you know, we all saw it, or at least, you know, we, we uh, covered it back when it was still pad-pressed and um, kind of played around with it. And it's kind of crazy to think that a, a WordPress plugin could have that much pull or that much influence uh, as it is now, um, which just, I guess, some background maybe people don't know. Um, pad-pressed or on-swipe now uh, turns your website uh, using, like, a plugin for, I think they're adding other CMSs, or maybe they've already added some. They're back kind of in quiet beta mode. Uh, but initially, when it was WordPress, it was a plugin that would make a sort of uh, iPad. It was essentially for, for the iPad. would make an iPad view of your website that was a lot like, actually, uh, Flipboard. Um, if anybody's ever used that app and sort of viewed uh, RSS feeds and Twitter feeds and stuff like that. And uh, granted, it's not in the true startup sense. It's not them making a million dollars. It's them receiving a million dollars in funding. Uh, but it's intriguing. You know, it's, yeah. it's one alternative to selling in a marketplace would be to get you know, funding for it uh, to be even larger. Yeah, yeah I think um, I wouldn't necessarily look at PadPress as a, as a brilliant example of um, a WordPress plugin that made it big. I mean, mm -hmm. it is in a sense, but I think PadPress is a lot more than to do with WordPress. It's um, sure. it's about the, the thing about PadPress is that there's so much potential for advertising on it because mm -hmm. people um, they can set up a whole ad network around PadPress and they can set up a whole um, different style of setup around that. It's just it's all about PadPress as a platform, and I think they're moving it from PadPress just being a plugin to as you said, of the CMSs, so you'll, they'll probably build a plugin for Drupal and Expression Engine right. that PadPress. So yeah. it's, I think it's going to be more um, PadPress um, becomes a, a a solution that's not just to do with WordPress itself. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that um, I don't really believe in taking VC money. I think it's <laughs> 
if you need it for like it, it depends like with WordPress stuff it's so easy to sell WordPress plugins and themes you don't right. really need you can get a lot of capital really quickly if you want to um, it, it comes with selling dodgy themes and theme forest but <laughs> if you really want to um, or selling an ebook but if you really want to make money with WordPress you can it's not that hard um, I just I think that focusing on doing it the right way over focusing on getting money is something right. that's really and I think Padfest will be wildly successful, but I think that's a bit, it's not really, it's a good example of WordPress kind of, uh, I guess, giving, catalyzing um, a plugin yeah. because of its popularity. But I think it's not necessarily the cure-all to everything. Oh, no. It's an example of the perfect plugin. So, right. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the long run, uh, it will be... A, I mean, it sounds it sounds like probably one of the more likely avenues they'll go down, like you said, is for advertising. That it'll be a platform for advertising and for monetizing your site, and it will be a yeah. platform for that with which you will use one of you know which website do you need it for? Okay, here's the plugin for that, or here's the you know add-on for that, or whatever. Um, so it's it, yeah, in the end, not a, a WordPress thing, but kind of cool that they were able to to kind of springboard off of that. I'm I'm right there with you in the sense that as far as kind of startups and and making new businesses happen, the whole funding angle has never been all that enticing, <laughs> um, especially yeah. those which are funded for years and years and and never make any what I would call real money or or yeah, yeah. sort of proven money. Um, Twitter, <laughs> like like um, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I'm there with you, and I think honestly. If you look at some of the seed firms or the seed um, funds, um, they only give you like 10k, which, relative to WordPress theme or plugin sales, is nothing compared to what the big theme companies make. Mm-hmm. So I think if you really want to invest, it's not designers aren't that much. If you want to get something designed, developers can be pricey depending on where you go. Um, but it just it's really not that hard. You need I don't think you really need VC money to do it. Um, but I think Padfest is really awesome, um, and I think it'll be really cool to see how that evolves on the iPad and other devices as they move up across, probably moving over the tablets eventually too. But yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see over the next year. Yeah, the one the the one criticism I've heard, which I'm I'm kind of uh, I tend to to side with uh, when I hear it. I don't think of it myself, but when I see other people see it say it, I'm like, oh, that that kind of makes sense. Um, and they kind of posted it. Some people spoke up on Twitter when this story went up saying, well, websites already look great on iPads. <laughs> like, I, I'm not ever on a website or hardly ever on a website on an iPad where I say, man, I really wish this was completely different than it is or that it was optimized because it's really kind of ideal for browsing websites. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not meant to be a iPad app. I mean, I have an iPad. Um, I, remember, well, I remember there was like, actually at one point there was a, a theme that I won't. I think it was a premium theme or something that was broken on my iPad, and someone had me test it. Just to, someone had sent me a link and said, "Is this broken in the iPad?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, it is. Oh, mm-hmm. that's funny." But um, <laughs> I think that iPad is designed for browsing websites. I totally agree with you. I think that yeah. as far as websites go, the iPad is meant to view them unless they have Flash, right. um, which in the case of WordPress stuff is luckily not around that much. Yeah, so. yeah, it's not typically a problem. Yeah, uh, kind of changing gears a little bit. I'm going to jump 
down a story here. Uh, it's still mostly uh, the beginning of 2011. We're a few days in, but it's it's still close enough to the beginning of the year to kind of still feel the uh, the full weight of the year ahead of us. And I'm curious, especially uh, with you and your experience in, in development um, and working, it uh, sounds like, with a lot of uh, core WordPress and related code, um, you know, BuddyPress, BBPress, things like that. What... Uh, and you don't have to necessarily limit to one, but what would you like to see come to WordPress in 2011, or what would you like to see grow most about WordPress in the next, say, 12 months? Um, well, as far as wishes go, I think it would be really cool to see the media library stop sucking so much, and I know that they're working <laughs> on it, but the media library API is kind of dodgy. I know they're going to change it in 3.2, mm-hmm. um, but that would be really awesome. As far as... Um, other wishes go. It really, it'd be really cool to see a lot of um, plugin developers start selling premium plugins. I know that um, that I know that iThemes is, has plugin all that plugin buddy. Yeah, stuff. plugin buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's really cool, but I think that's just kind of scraping the kind. I think that's scraping the surface of what could potentially be a huge market. And I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of really cool core stuff, and there's a lot of free plugins that are really awesome, and I'm not bashing them, but I think that in order to see the WordPress community grow in a way that works, I think it would be really cool to see uh, uh, a few other premium plugin companies sprout up and change the face of plugin development. Um, and it would be also really cool to see a bunch of... It would be really cool to see a bit, bit of government-related stuff, because that's what... Um, that's I guess that's a Drupal stronghold, but I think WordPress can handle government stuff really well. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I think the House of Rep- Representatives in the U.S. just kind of switched over to um, Drupal 7 for all their congressmen. So um, that should be interesting to see happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. Um, now, on the, on, the, on, the pay, on the paid plug-in front, do you think that you'd like to see... Are, are you envisioning that for all types of plugins or only certain plugins that are maybe more um, advanced or... or or maybe I think it would be cool to, heavy. I think it would be cool to see a bunch of plugins. I think Gravity Forms is a really good example of a premium plugin to you. Sorry for not mentioning that. I think <laughs> Gravity Forms Gravity Forms solves a lot of problems that other plugins do. Um, but I think it'd be really cool to see a lot of independent, both independent plugin developers starting to make money and a lot of bigger plugin houses starting to spring up. And I think it would be really cool to see the plugin community grow. And I know it's already big. There's 11,000 plugins or something crazy right. in the WordPress plugin repository. And there's a lot of um, plugins that a lot of people in the WordPress community see because they're, um, uh, to, to, to say the least, they um, they sell ebooks or um, sell autobloggers um, mm-hmm. um, or they help out with autoblogging. And there's a lot yeah. of really dodgy black hat SEO plugins that I've fell upon that I hadn't heard of before, but we're selling for like $150 a pop or something crazy. Oh, wow. um, and there's just really some really funny stuff. Um, but I think that it would be really cool to see the whole plugin community grow in general. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's, uh, I mean, you mentioned Gravity Forms. Um, I, I, again, I don't know for sure, but if I had to guess, I'd say Gravity Forms at least rivals uh, some of the popular theme shops and as far as number of downloads sold um yeah extremely yeah. popular think... uh it just kind of shows that there is room out there for doing something really really well and then selling it to people that 
you know, people will pay for plugins, which really before Gravity Forms, I don't think was proven in a real big way. Yeah, no one had really done it before. And I think Gravity Forms, the beautiful thing about Gravity Forms is that it, with plugins, you can't actually focus on making plugins look really pretty. Sure, that's a really cool aspect of it, and you can play with CSS and do all you want. But at the end of the day, with plugins, people don't care about how things look. They care about what they do. Mm-hmm. And I think with plugins, you have to focus on, A, um, uh, re- releasing plugins that work and have a lot of functionality, B, releasing them on time, and mm-hmm. C, releasing them without any major bugs and doing a lot of really, really good testing on them because most plugins have a lot of edge cases that uh, uh, can break things pretty easily. And I've kind of been learning that over the last few months is that, in that there's a lot of things that you don't think people would do with your plugins that they end up trying to do. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that's really important. I think you have to focus on what the user wants and you have to get into kind of get into the user's head and figure out what they're going to want to do with the, your plugin. Yeah, I mean, I get the sense just watching uh, sort of the, gra- the the Rocket Genius folks that are uh, behind Gravity Forms. Um, it, it seems like may- maybe even uh, I think even more so than maybe the kind of support that the theme developers ha- are, are faced with. You know, with Gravity Forms, they basically have to support all of the potentially bad themes that are created. And getting things yeah. to work out. I mean, I see those tweets, you know, typically once or twice a month at least. I'm like, man, this just makes me feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, plugins, um, particularly from a few um, dodgy plugin houses that I won't mention, um, <laughs> that have uh, not the highest quality of code. Um, so I think that's going to be a big issue is working with plugins that just, uh, or working with themes, sorry, that just don't end up working mm-hmm. or that have problems. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how that's combated, but I can totally agree with you. There's some themes that I've seen that don't actually uh, belong in the world. There's just <laughs> so many problems. They would be um, best off just, not being. Yeah, they would be best off not being in a repository if they even are in a repository. Um, well, that, and that so, actually, this, you know, is kind of branching off, but this is kind of a fun discussion. Um, what, Themes in general, I think, are are picking up more and more functionality that is, and this is sort of the, maybe it's an age-old sort of what, what should themes do, what should plugins do kind of question. Um, but do you think that themes or there, that there are themes out there, especially the more, maybe more prominent, maybe more uh, uh, typically, um, or some of the themes being sold by some of the bigger shops, do you think that they're adopting any functionality that shouldn't belong to a theme? I mean, it sounds um, like you do mostly plugin work, uh, so yeah. my guess would be that you would say, well, yeah, they do too much. Plugins should do more, but um, just curious well, what your I thoughts are. Yeah, I think that themes are doing a lot right now, and I think it's really cool to see themes what do what they're doing, but if you want to sell plugins, you can't just sell plugins that do the same old thing. They need to have some really good value and some really good functionality, mm-hmm. and you need to do theme, things that themes can't, because they're... Themes are limited in themselves. There's always going to be advantages to using themes, there's going to, and there's going to be advantages to using plugins. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to, I think a really cool theme to see would be a theme that did something that the theme themes can't um, with their frameworks. And the, I think a downfall to themes right now is that they actually all use frameworks. Like a lot of the big theme companies have moved to uh, frameworks like Woo Framework or. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Pressline says a whole framework that they use too, but I think um, 
as far as themes go, um, themes, I think themes should adapt to stop using frameworks and um, start focusing on uh, a niche kind of, if, if a theme should do something, it should do something specifically for that style of theme. Like if you have a cafe, you should only have cafe functionality. And I think we should move from saying, oh, I want my theme this color or I want my theme to do this to, uh, I can get, get a developer or someone else to really quickly modify my theme. And then I want to start selling products or I want to list my cafe opening times um, mm-hmm. or I want to um, do some other thing with my theme. Yeah, and I think so- plugins should handle other stuff. Like plugins can handle a bunch of other functionality if they want to. Gotcha. So you would say that, that so then the, the downside of using frameworks is that themes become all too flexible or, or... Well, I think the downside to using frameworks is that they become in and of themselves uh, not extendable enough. I think that frameworks have, I think frameworks, I remember we were talking about this in WP chat the other day, but um, I think that as far as using frameworks go, there's sometimes when they just take too long, like just writing a theme from scratch would take um, twice as long as where well, twice as less as take writing it from a framework. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that plug, I think that themes, I really think that themes should, uh, trying to think of a way to explain this that makes sense. Should have thought of this before. <laughs> no, it's fine. We just sort of dove into this uh, head first. Yeah, yeah. That. I really think that themes should um, focus on what they do and what they do well, and let plugins take over some stuff that they could do, but necessar- not necessarily want to do. So, mm-hmm. if like, there's a few really good plugins for tables. There's a few really good plugins to handle reservations or events. Like Event Espresso is one. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And I think that themes should keep focusing on theming and plugins should keep focusing on plugins because um, the minute you start adding other functionality to your your theme, it it takes way too long to develop a theme with custom post types. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that, well, if you're developing a theme as a a premium plugin developer, it'll take you way too long to develop a premium theme with a whole reservation system in it or a whole uh, event system in it. It's basically mm-hmm. off to a plugin and making a partnership with another plugin developer mm-hmm. that wants to develop that plugin. And then uh, moving forward with that, it's just a lot more cost effective and it's it gives people more jobs too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely see a number of sides to sort of frameworks and, and themes and flexibility and, and uh, sort of all the elements that come to play here. One uh, one thing that I definitely do, uh, um, or does resonate with me, is the idea that, that a framework will be so flexible that options and customizations and all these things are available, but then uh, I think frameworks, in a sense, work very well to sort of lock people in to certain theme providers, to certain theme shops, and that that's, from a, from a marketing standpoint, I think ex- excites the theme shops, and that's completely understandable because they want you know, to create something that people want and, and want to continue using. At the same time, the inevitable theme change is going to happen. And at that point, all of those options and all of that stuff that's probably packed into that theme can't travel with it. You know, it's, it's, it's stuck yeah. there, uh, which is sort of the inherent issue with building too much functionality into, uh, into a theme. So I definitely, I, 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 I kind of see, you know, 
both sides, or I, I'm I'm torn between both sides because I see the 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 positives of having a framework and using a framework, but at the same time, you know, I I've moved between different theme frameworks myself just because well now I you know I built up one that I like for myself. Oh now I like what this other guy's doing and. Um, it's just, I mean, because of that, and I actually need to do a, do a post about this to sort of have a, you know, sort of, I still use like the, you know, the typical functions file in, 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 in a WordPress theme, but have sort of created, um, what I just call for each of the sites that I have a functionality plugin, which just carries all of the, the, the theme functions that, you know, could go into the, the functions.php, which I think is by and large overly abused by people with, with WordPress themes and you know, just shoving stuff in there to make it do all sorts of things. Um, yeah. And sort of have prepared myself for the inevitable theme changeover by saying, well, this is stuff that has to do with the functionality of the theme, not the display of the stuff on my site that should be in functions.php. I'm going to move it into a plugin to, so I know it's going to be with me later on. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing, especially you know, since inevitably things are going to go the direction that some of the big guys go, and that direction seems pretty clear that it's going to be more frameworks, more frameworks, more frameworks. Yeah, um, yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be it's going to be answering the question of where do you draw the line at, and I think that's going to be um, something that'll be interesting to see because I think it's going to change a lot. Even over like six months, it'll change completely to where people draw the line with plugins and themes, and I think that's going to be really, really important to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, I think um, across the hour mark, I think I think I'm going to jump into uh, thanking the people that powered the site in the last week or since the last podcast, and we'll hit uh, WordPress picks, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, let me pull up here. Uh, just in the last week, and just to sort of. Uh, remind people we uh, WP Candy don't do advertising because we don't want to be uh, we don't want to be slaves to advertisers. Instead, we let the community uh, power us, which uh, they have so far, which we're very thankful for. Um, this week's podcast actually is uh, powered by uh, Adi. Um, this is the worst part about thanking people on podcasts because I'm totally going to screw up all the names. Um, e- even Adi uh, of Woo Themes, who sponsored this week or powered this week, Adi. Pinar, um, awful, and I yeah. apologize because I know I probably got something wrong there. Um, but no, thanks to to Adi for powering this week, including this podcast and making. Do you it want me to try this? I, I think it's Adi Pinar, but I'm Is not sure. P- um, See, I don't. I, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's, I, South, it's South African. So <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, and Adi will kill me, but um, <laughs> Australians gonna make up fun of Australians and New Zealanders gonna make fun of South Africans a lot. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's uncongratulated. There's a lot of them over here, so um, so, so I, I need to I need to get you two on a podcast then. That would be uh, yeah, that would be kind of, <laughs> that would be. Um, but anyway, yeah. that, uh, Adi. I mean, everybody kind of knows that name on its own, so I'll, maybe I should just leave it at that. Should have avoided all yeah, the, yeah. all the pain. Adi, Adi's a really good guy. If anybody ever talks to Adi, he's really awesome. So just oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I know he'll he'll probably just get a kick out of it and and yeah. Oh, fun times. Um. But yeah, thanks to to Adi for powering the week. Uh, also, thank uh, thanks to Simon Rimkus, uh, who has powered a day on the site in the past week. Also to uh, Jason Schuler of Press Seventy Five. Uh, I picked up a day for seventy five dollars. Appreciate that, Jason. And then we have let's see here uh, Armada Consulting or Dre Armada. Uh, he picked up a post for ten dollars, which we appreciate. And this is this one's gonna slay me. Uh, Thomas Heinrichs Dobler which 
I may have nailed or I may have butchered. Um, I think you have it. It sounds about, it sounds about right. <laughs> Heinrich Stobel. I do have, I, I know a little bit of German, which I think there's some, I don't know. But Thomas, thank you for powering a post. We appreciate that. And uh, then also uh, Michael Cromarty. Cromarty. Uh, names are the worst. And R. Anthony Solis of webshoe.com. That's S-H-O-O.com. Uh, for both picking up uh, $5 monthlies. Uh, that's hugely helpful. Thanks to everybody who helped power the site in the last week. And uh, you can go to WPCandy.com. There's a thing in the sidebar that you can learn more about that. Or uh, WPCandy.com slash is slash powered. And that has all the information if you would like to sort of step out and help power the site, which is totally community-driven uh, to keep it for sort of the readers and the listeners and everybody like that and not bend us towards the advertisers, which is fine and it's okay, but we would like to avoid it as long as we possibly can. Um, picks. So we do picks, uh, which are, I think, pretty typical, maybe, or, or pretty common language for podcasts to speak anymore. Did you happen to have a pick or a WordPress, uh, say, book theme plugin or something like that uh, this week, Anthony? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm probably, sure I, I kind of would expect a plug-in from you. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's a book out. Or there's a book that's mm. going to be out soon um, by Brad Williams, uh, Justin Tablock, and um, I hate to say it wrong, but Ozh Richard. Uh, his I'm not sure. I, 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 I think Oz. I think Oz. Richards. Uh, Oz. Oz Richard. Um, I, I always said it O Z H in my head, which is funny. Yeah. Um, well, but it, it, it's the thing with internet names. You 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 never have to actually say it, or you you say it in your mind, but you never have to have to speak it when you're reading. Yeah, it. Yeah. And it always trips up, you know, when it comes to yeah. It. Kind of a tangent, but I was at WordCamp, the first mm-hmm. WordCamp center, um, uh, which is a long time ago. But um, there was a WordPress multi-user session, um, and people we weren't people weren't sure whether it was WordPress and you or WordPress and you. So it was kind of funny <laughs> to see. How is pronounced they're like oh yeah so it's wordpress me that or something like that i um yeah no i kind of ran into it It wasn't necessarily wordpress related but a number of uh of at least people around here uh, around where i live uh discovered at one point that we had all kind of had a different way of pronouncing vimeo that that some people were saying vimeo some vimeo and it was like well wait i I don't know (laughs) i don't know the correct way to say it and then we figured out and there is a, a right way. It's supposed to sound like video, but with an M. But yeah, that kind of stuff's always fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, professional WordPress plugin development looks really awesome. I'm going to pre-order my copy the next few days. But that's going to be a really, really good book. Um, has some really cool authors. I really respect Justin Tedlock and Fred Williams and Oz. So it'll be really cool to see that come out. Um, and yeah, that's my pick of the week. Yeah, that'll be very cool. I'm excited for that as well. I haven't pre-ordered mine yet. Um, but I definitely need to because we will need to get a review up for it once it's out. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, professional WordPress development was awesome. Um, I fully expect this one to be too. Very cool. Good pick. Uh, not exactly a plugin, but plugin related, which is, which is yeah. still good. Um, let me see. I think this one, let me pick one that's not exactly one that I've said before. It's actually, uh, hat tip to Brian Krogsgaard for throwing this my way, actually, because he said, hey, reminder about this plugin, because you might need one for the podcast. I said, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, it's the... Uh, let me pull it up here so I can get the name and the credit and everything right. 
it feels like it's one that only came out recently, or maybe I just learned. No, it's been a while. I think it's been around for a little while. Um, it's called Ajax Thumbnail Rebuild. And oh. it's just one of, there are a couple plugins that I think do this, but just a simple problem, but really nice when it's when it's solved well. Um, that allows you to rebuild all of the past thumbnails on your site. And uh, it's oh. helpful if you're, hmm? Oh, yeah, I was just going to do that. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 super helpful, especially if you're testing out uh, sort of new areas or creating new thumbnail sizes for the site, and you need to sort of update past ones. It's one of those maybe not. See, I, I consider it a, a, a sexy kind of plugin because it does one thing and does it well, um, but it may not be as enticing as others. But if you have this issue, then uh, I think this plugin would be perfect for that. It's been helpful mm -hmm. to us, and and uh, Brian actually just used it recently, so I said, hey, don't forget this plugin. That would be my pick, is Ajax Thumbnail Rebuild. It's by Junk Coder uh, on the directory, who I'm sure has a real name, but can't see it. <laughs> so I probably have to dig around for that. That's that's one thing that I would say for, for both plugins and themes, that, that on the sort of official directory, their wish list is pretty long, I think, for how to improve sort of the directory itself. But one thing that I wish more theme and plugin developers would do by and large is just be more open about their names. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, yeah. just me, I hate, I hate blogging about, uh, new things on WP candy. If I can't talk about a person, I hate using, <laughs> I hate more than anything else using people's screen names or using, you know, nicknames. I understand it. And in some cases sort of the nicknames have risen above what their actual names are anyway. So they just, just kind of have to go with it. Oh, but I hate yeah. it. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, no. It's I think in Adi's actually um, bringing up Adi, Adi's a really good example of a person behind a company, and he's done a really good job of that. So props to him for creating a brand around him. And that's true. That it, it, he's a really good example of how to be how to expose yourself. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that you want to be. I, I don't really like the whole rock star mantra, and I think that's <laughs> good for a post. But I think that. <laughs> yeah. um, Addy's done a really good job, and if you want to, a good example of how to make yourself public, um, or how to make yourself really awesome, and just look at Addy because he's done a really great job of it. Yeah, I think the uh, I actually had some some people kind of bring bring up other words. I, I did a, an editorial on the on the site last week that uh, was how um, basically you know we should stop using the word premium to describe themes and instead use paid or commercial at least where we're not talking so much about the theme being of higher quality but where we're talking about it being like a commercial theme yeah that, that premium is sort of a false adjective for that and and how, i don't think yeah sorry yeah i don't think commercial is quite the right word but i don't think premium is quite the right word i think i think just calling it well, the problem is distinguishing yourself from a regular theme. Is the the way the pe reason people use premium is because mm -hmm. there used to be a really a lot of really really dodgy themes out there, mm -hmm. and there still are. But I think it's it finding a way to distinguish yourself from the, the standard or from the flow is like even a paid theme. The, the problem with paid is that it just doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, I, well, and I think that I I I really don't have an issue with and and I think you know uh, uh, Brian Gardner actually uh, piped up in WP chat. Um, I don't know, whenever the, the crazy heyday in there was the other night uh, when just everybody, it seemed like, was in there um, and said, hey, uh, hey, Ryan, I kind of I feel halfway responsible for that editorial because uh, he was sort of the one to sort of champion premium themes initially, uh, really for, I'd say, a year before anybody else really caught on. And I definitely don't blame 
the like theme developers and 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 sort of the marketing angle of calling a, a theme premium that I totally understand. Uh, but it, it feels weird when community members are talking about you know hey do you have a list of premium themes when really what they mean are well typically I, the way I see it used is typically to describe paid themes and I guess that's the part where I think it it kind of misses the mark because where where we're kind of adopting the marketing language to describe how things are I think we're we're being duped or we're, we're yeah we're, yeah uh, but I mean. It, Anyway, the point being that when that post went up, a lot of people said, "Yeah, let's let's throw some other words in there too, like like rock star, like you said, which <laughs> which you know, kudos to Adi for for you know he's sort of uh, I think he, he might be downplaying it now, but I think he still kind of has is definitely known as as Adi Rockstar because he sort of rebranded yeah, yeah. himself, yeah, um, which huh. was I think really I mean obviously very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, definitely. Uh, I was joking with a friend last night, and I was like, "Oh, we should just call." Call ourselves hipsters <laughs> as the as the revolution from Rockstar. Yeah, um, yeah. but that's uh, it's just no joke. I don't think anybody will ever call themselves hipsters because no. if you're hipster, you don't call yourself a hipster. Yeah, that defeats the. <laughs> yeah, it defeats, defeats the, the whole. Point. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, I think it, that's a really it's going to be debated for years and years and years. But I think um, I think honestly, I think premium is here to stay, um, mm-hmm. and it's. It's the best. It's the word that best describes what premium themes are. Without necessarily, I don't think it's the perfect word, but I think it's the word that best describes what premium themes are about. It's providing more value. Sure. So. I, th- I think it's one of those words that I mean, just at least at this point, it's so a part of what may, how you describe WordPress themes and plugins to some extent that it can't go away. Um, yeah, but it's also one of those words that every time it comes up, you almost have to unpack it to find out what the person using it means by that. That yeah, definitely. because I think premium could be used by three different people and actually mean you know three very true different things. But uh, you know, with all of the uh, comment streams and and sort of blog posts that sometimes go back and forth, you kind of wonder, okay, I think you guys are ta- I think you guys agree, but you're using premium in different ways. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's 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 probably not going anywhere, um, which is fine. You know, I, I'll, I'll live with that. I'll, I'll get by. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, we definitely touched on all sorts of different things, but I think that's what uh, part of what makes podcasting fun. You're on Twitter at Anthony Cole, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, WordCamp Melbourne is at WC Melt, so uh, you probably see me tweeting about the hashtag and occasionally linking to the account yeah. so um, just uh, follow me on Twitter follow Debbie Smilb on Twitter and if you're coming to WordCamp Melbourne I'll see you at WordCamp Melbourne just come and say hi um, and I'll probably be at WordCamp uh, San Diego and San Fran so that'll be fun oh awesome I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to try to make uh, WordCamp San Francisco so maybe I'll see you there yeah definitely awesome well uh, uh, sorry were you saying something? Uh, no 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 I was just saying I wouldn't say. Yeah, uh, sounds good. You can also follow WP Candy on Twitter at WP Candy and the site, which you probably know about all that already, listening to the podcast. Uh, also stop by maybe on iTunes, review uh, or star us. It helps other people find us as a WordPress podcast out there. Um, thanks, uh, Anthony, for uh, the hour and a half or so of your time for the podcast. Really appreciate it. No worries. It was fun. Yeah, good times. And uh, that's it for this week. We'll catch you guys next time.